Hi everyone, I'm so excited for this one. This time round, I have a couple on board. They have been my neighbors before and we've had such good deep conversations with them. On this episode, we talk about office foolery versus romance. They started dating in the office or sort of met in the office, didn't work together for some time and then came back and worked together. It goes to show just how beyond the office space gets to be. We make it to be this particular area where it's eight hours of our day spent and a part of us comes out. We delve into this deeply. We talk about how it's so good to express yourself. It's so good to come out authentically. And then you never know, it might lead to you meeting your future spouse or maybe some good friends that you get to do life with. This episode is special for me. Professionally, professionally, <laughs> professionally, I'm a learning and development specialist. Mm-hmm. Professionally, non-professionally, I'm mm-hmm. a podcaster. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, my name is Andrew Nyambo. I am um, a full-time communications um, specialist. So touching on everything to do with uh, photography, design, uh, written word, video, um, all-encompassing, basically, strategy, social vibes. All right. (laughs) I like that both of you have started with identity of just who you are and not exactly, given the fact that I've already um, given you a hint of the topic that we're going to be discussing, which then makes it very essential as we then speak on the topic because a lot of people have been eluded to think Mrs. Mr. Mother, Father, you know, (laughs) is the epitome of getting there. So our topic today being office romance versus foolery. I'd like to know the story of how you guys got to meet each other. And then, was it in the office space? Had you experienced a similar thing before? And if you did, why did this particular instance make it different for you? Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Why me? All right, okay. Okay. You should ask him so we see if he remembers it properly. Yes, let's actually keep that in. Andrew, you're on the spot for this one. uh, I think that was... A brief introduction to marriage. <laughs> You'll always get tested. It's mostly a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good morning. Mm. <laughs> what is the appropriate response? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, should I make you eggs? And you're like, hmm, is it true eggs or is it something else? What, what are you talking about? You ask yourself all those questions before you go anywhere near. <laughs> you're like, you do both parts. Anyway, this is mm-hmm. all jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, so touching on two things you said mm-hmm. firstly uh there are people who consider marriage to be uh the epitome mm. uh, marriage and and having a family to be the epitome of success mm-hmm. uh, i don't disagree with that like i agree with it because mm-hmm. i for a very long time was one of those people mm-hmm. um and i still am to a large extent mm-hmm. that 
this is the thing I want to get right. Mm-hmm. Like this is where I yeah. put most of my effort. Uh, but that becomes a really rough juggling act between the professional sphere and the personal sphere. Because yeah. the way I think about it, professional is mm-hmm. funding mm-hmm. for this other startup that is marriage and child. Yes. Um, like that's, that's, that's how I like I that you're about direct it. about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to work so that I can have things that I can give in my home. Yes. Um, because that's where I want to put like the most effort. But I don't always see the division. So mm-hmm. the point of saying this is like to just empathize and to let like guys know mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it like yeah if you think that way as long as you understand um or you're doing your best in understanding why you're doing it this way versus that way because mm-hmm. there's also guys who believe like mm-hmm. becoming the ceo mm-hmm. um is the thing exactly um, and those mix by the way so like yeah you get married and you have the child now you start thinking Mm-hmm. Now that this one seems solid, mm-hmm. let me look at the CEO. But exactly. then you've got this other 20-something year old who has only been focusing on one thing. Exactly. Um, so that becomes a competition of mm-hmm. its own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's many angles, but mm-hmm. guys shouldn't beat themselves up too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing of how we met, mm-hmm. uh, was it like in an official space or was it in a personal space? Personally, I believe we've met before. Mm-hmm. Um I usually tell her I knew I met you. I knew I loved you before I met you. Oh. She oh. Um, no, my, my point is, <laughs> so six degrees, yeah? Uh-huh. Because um, I always feel like I knew her mm-hmm. from somewhere, but like, Una what how do you mean? Why are you stalking the girl? Man, I wish. how we unravel, how this was all planned. Yeah. I thought it was spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I Kube, honestly he's been wish. Seeing you the you. you. <laughs> I honestly wish because then mm-hmm. there would be an explanation. It wouldn't be a mystery. Like, ah. uh, and for a long time. So I knew. But and you know, looking creepy is also not the best thing. <laughs> it's 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 part of my charm. Actually, it's all of my charm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in the digital age, like it literally is all of your charm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How much do you know about someone before you even step foot near them? Like, I it's know. Impossible not to know. It's yeah. Yeah. So uh, why I say it that way is six degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, we officially met um, mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both working like an entertainment um, website, mm-hmm. uh, entertainment and lifestyle website. Mm-hmm. I've been there for a while and she was just joining as I was leaving. Where were we? You were looking at the fresh cookie. Yeah. In town. Yes. <laughs> not, not even. It's no um, shame. No, not even. Mm. Um, like, yeah, it really wasn't. Mm, you're making it sound so scandalous. <laughs> no, but you know those ones of how come? Because I'm assuming there must have been babes who might have thought, you know, he's a nice guy, whatever. But then all of a sudden, this babe shows up and gets full attention. Ulikona fikiria nini? That is the question. No, there are those ones. Ulikona fikiria na tafuta potential husband. There are those ones who see an act, and there are those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see now, those ones we're not too sure. It's the work environment. How do I then navigate? Maybe now that I've had his leaving, I can pursue. A, a lot you, of you that had already seen Linda. Well, yeah. He was, I think he was leaving like a month after yeah, I drank. Like, there was a lot so, of that playing in. Like, yeah. it mm. was uh, comfortable in that we would we knew we wouldn't be seeing each other yeah. regularly every day. But that's uh, going back to like how we met. Mm-hmm. The reason I say I feel like we knew each other is because of six degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, her best friend at the time lived in the neighborhood I lived in. Ah. Um, so I'm pretty sure at some point, because there's always that feeling of, or maybe it's just like how you meet someone and you yeah. have so much in common with them, you think you must know them. Yeah. You. yeah. But yeah, like... Um, I get that. I get that. Because I've got friends who perhaps, they were in j together, right? And only up until when we got into the workplace is when they, they actually discovered they were in the same years, perhaps almost the same classes, but doing different degrees, whatever, but then ended up being friends in this time. Mm. So yeah, I feel like there was a point where we might have intersected, but yes. not really like yeah. talked or anything, just saw each other anymore. Um, but yeah, officially we met in the workplace. It was uh, an entertainment environment. So it wasn't a place where mm-hmm. I would say we were wearing suits and ties. It was yeah, a place yeah, where yeah. we were. Or like, you know, the neo-independent... I think it's Gabrielle Union who features and she comes into the boardroom and then you know, there's some attraction, but it's the boardroom. The video. The no, oh, no. it's independent. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so, okay. Sorry. Yeah, but, no, no, no. I was just like, that's what, you know, when I think office romance, at least that is that was the but that was the video that uh, really played a lot when we were younger. When younger that's about, what like mean. an office space. Yeah. I think there's also And that's like how it room. happens, Basi. No, it's mm-hmm. not at a late night in the office. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Melinda and Bill, despite what's happened, their story was late night in the office, right? Yeah, or something like that. Have late night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's uh, for us, it was, you meet your kind of friends. You I think because we were both the exact same type, because I was a writer at that time and she mm-hmm. was a writer. Mm-hmm. So we were basically like had... Um, like a competitive environment in mm-hmm. terms of like this is how I would do this because what I was doing is essentially what was being handed over mm. to like what she'd be taking oh on. nice yeah, yeah and he criticized everything I did wow because it's, <laughs> it's your three year old baby like you've been doing this for three years so you're not the job, not I get it. I get it. But then I'm just like, and you can't feel like you can trust that she would do it, or it's just you're no, just it was a little bit clean. Yeah, I'm it was and those ones of just creating the environment so that you can speak to her more. Not even. Mm. Like not not at that time anyway. It was more of um I one, I was very young at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, not, well, not very young, but I was young at yeah. that point. And in terms of professionalism, I was young. Mm-hmm. This was my first job. Mm-hmm. And I was fully focused on the creative yeah. as, creative arts and the creative process only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was very strong and stuck and stood in that space of uh, this is how I would go about it. This mm-hmm. is how the audience usually reacts. This yeah. is how I think. Um, and she was also writing about a lot of things that I was very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm like, um, this doesn't make sense to me, whatnot. So we'd have those conversations ah, and like some things okay. I'd be like, that's not how I'll go about it, but fine. But some things I'm like, nah, like, uh, I don't see that at all, but also fully respecting that she has to, she'll do it however she wants. Exactly. Job now. Exactly. Um, yeah. This persona, there's mm-hmm. a persona that I had back then, like, um, and What's the thing for the like, man? Yeah. Well, I don't use the names because of organizational. Oh, going yeah, back, yeah. So we can't use that. Don't use that. Yeah. But um, yeah. It know. was like, a, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Uh, like a like column. A, that's mm, the, yeah. the thing for a writer, the name that they use, a pseudonym. Like that's yeah. a writer. Mm. He was writing under uh, something. Mm. Anyway, um, that one. Um, 
I had a persona that then was being handed over. Like oh, you're taking okay. over this role. You're taking cool. over this. Like these these are things that I held to be very like the Yeah, yeah. Now. And then it's your first, you know, gig and you're so proud of it. You yeah, wanted you're proud to go a certain way. Yeah. So the letting go process is not the easiest. So Linda, for you, one meeting him, is it are you in the space of yeah, I'm looking for somebody and then is it uh, is it a place you've seen you want to work in or or you've just gotten a job and you're just trying to figure yourself out? At what point in life were you in? Well, I just come out of a really long relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> with someone that incidentally I worked with. I oh. didn't meet him at the workplace, uh-huh. but... You ended up working. I together. ended up working. So he worked at that place and then I ended up getting a job there. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have a type. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and there's a pattern. <laughs> you are asking the wrong person. Clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then I'd just come out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. I think I was graduating. I was about to graduate. This mm-hmm. job that I got in at this website was actually, I think, an internship. But then mm-hmm. it became full-time eventually. Mm-hmm uh yeah so when i met him i was just like he's so aloof and arrogant and he thinks he knows everything yeah yeah the other day. yeah oh not that yeah but yeah I'm just yeah he's yeah, not yeah, the topic of this in the conversation <laughs> thanks for clearing that okay Andrew. sorry so andrew mm-hmm. was aloof and arrogant yes <laughs> um yeah so we had to work together a lot mm-hmm. on like Especially movie reviews, which I think is where we argued the most. But then we also realized, like, oh, okay, we really like movies. If yeah. I spend an hour talking about this thing that no one in the office cares about. Yes. I remember we tried to rope people into this argument. And, and they're like, not no having it. Into no. I'm like, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. just, like, discuss these yeah. movies? Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed when you guys were discussing this, what movie was trying to do. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I so, know nothing. <clears throat> so we were clearly the only ones into it. Um, so I was definitely not looking to date. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in my whole phase. Mm-hmm. That was my whole period. Yeah. Um, every woman needs that. Yeah, every woman. Actually, period. every individual, I think. <laughs> every girl should have that period. Whole phase spelled H E A U X. It's French. So, <laughs> so I was definitely not looking to settle down. But then mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, he's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it was his last day mm-hmm. when we did like the first party. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, we did like yeah. it was pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was saying, like, oh, we're going to miss this about you. I was like, I've known you for two weeks. I don't. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> I don't know why organizations make like, even the US talk. people talk about the person who's leaving. I'm like, could be them for three days. Uh, Tell us. Okay. I like I, the way he makes tea. Yeah, I don't like, know. Surely, yeah. guys. Yeah. So then I think it was you that was like, oh, we should exchange numbers um, and stay in touch. I can't remember for why. There, I feel like there was a reason, mm-hmm. like a very seemingly innocuous reason, mm-hmm. like not straight up, like, give me your number. Yeah. Just, Let's stay in touch. And then, yeah, so we exchanged numbers and kept in touch. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. 
Okay, so with the keeping in touch. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. interestingly, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I often forget about this, but mm-hmm. then you remember we worked to- together again. At the um, second organization. Yeah, yeah, but then by that time we were together. So he had gotten a job there and then I got oh, a job Oh, that's interesting. There. Okay, so um, question. At what point does it now turn to attraction? And then given the fact that you perhaps didn't know that you were going to work together, but then you decided mm, there's like a something here and we want to explore. But then both of, like Linda, you one reserved about relieving perhaps the same thing of having lived with, uh, having a relationship with somebody who you worked with was well, the, i mean but you for me the complication was never working with the person mm, the complication like, was the person or like you guys <laughs> just not jealous wow i think the complications arise from like the being in a relationship it didn't right? work out because of the you no the yeah as in the way relationships happen yeah, like yeah working yeah, together sure. is just a, a thing that happens to be true in this yeah. relationship yeah it definitely does make things well i would say harder mm-hmm. it's weird right yeah like, i mean now you're just seeing this person all the time yes like the second time so the first time Super we were working together with andrew obviously short period that, yeah that was a short time yeah. and we were not together. and you're not together so now the second so time the second how was time, that like yeah and we were i think in the middle of wedding planning wow actually oh so we just argued we about just the cake oh we get had, yeah so we had just no, we were just married we just got married. Yeah. Because no. I we got married when I was at website two. And then that was when I transitioned into when we were well, together. I do not remember. Yeah. Oh, so. It was um Okay, yeah, that tracks. Entertainment, then uh when I was creative DI director. Yeah. Then website two, then So we're already married. Yeah, we're already oh, married. Oh yeah, then it was hell, I hated it. <laughs> You are newly married. Um, Please expound that. Please expound that in terms of because... And then we were in the same office. So it wasn't even like we were in the same organization. And then I went off to like accounting. And we were literally in the same division. Yeah, same Same department. At some point, the same office. It was a lot. But here's the thing. Don't they say that in marriage, you'll get to see each other a lot? And then you leave your house you, for eight days, eight hours. Eight a day hours, and go yeah. To work and but then, then with COVID period, you don't. If you're, if both of you are working from from home, and mm. I've had conversations with people who, as much as they were dating and they hadn't had the serious conversation of yeah, we'll settle down and things like that, it slowly progressed to that because it was you can work from my house today. And then three days later, oh. I'm still at your house working. <laughs> you know, and then then why are you paying rent where you are? Yeah. Yeah. And because but it's something to really speak on because I know people who then found themselves and walked out of those relationships because they they then had to address the things they were trying to avoid because you guys used to leave each other. Yeah. And then come back and deal. Yeah. Yeah. So for you guys, what what was that? experience like and i feel like it happens in the office because somebody shows up with a certain persona at work and then at home when they go back to their wives it's a different person or go back to their husband so for you guys whereby even if you come and tell me you know in this corporate meeting that you think the direction should be this i know yesterday you talked smack about this whole thing (laughs) you know so how was that for you 
We didn't talk about work. Yeah. Um, okay, Ever. The, the only place we talked about work was in the first place when we worked together. Because mm-hmm. that was, the work was entertainment. And those are things that you talk about in general mm-hmm. when you are in any type of relationships, be it friends, uh, be it um, relationship, mm-hmm. be it whichever. Um, so I, I think, and it's interesting you said it, because the relationship did form organically. Mm-hmm. Um, right up until the point where it was declared to be an actual relationship it was an yeah. organic formation mm. whereby i don't think um i think we both in our own silos were thinking about what is this thing and what is it progressing towards but no one was having that conversation yet because mm-hmm. like i was in a space where i historically always been the type of person who is jump the gun mm-hmm. like everything from the get-go yeah um, so, which is also a personality thing you've mentioned. Yes. Before. Like, I tend to be the same person everywhere. Yeah. And even if I pretend to be one thing, within about a month, we kind of go back to yeah. default yeah. settings. Mm-hmm. So, like, the same, I was now in this space where I was trying to not be myself. And, like, she said, it was like her, her, her whole face. Mm-hmm. It's spelled in the country. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, her, you have to say her. Yeah, it, was, her. it was her whole face. <laughs> um, As in, like, I, I, okay, let mm-hmm. me clarify this whole face, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't just like fucking around. I know. Okay? Yeah. As in, I was willing to entertain mm-hmm. the attention mm-hmm. of people. And but not, I was not looking to settle down exactly. into anything seriously. Yes, yes. And I was very upfront about that. Yeah. Even and, with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was. And mm-hmm. now where she was mm-hmm. is where for the first time in my entire dating history I agreed to be in. Um, not mm. not like me and her had an agreement yeah. with myself. Yes. Like I said, I was always that person for you know when we hear things like nice guys, Nini, like yeah. those guys who sweet you fatter you for a yeah, year, oh you hand. give him a chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, imagine he's been nice for two years. Oh my god, yes. He's, he's such a but at the same time you're just like, you're like mm, <laughs> I don't like I don't like his nini and I don't like but it's okay. He's nice. Yeah. So, mm. like, I was always that guy, um, which means I was Boy. always in either serious relationships yeah. or, like, into someone for too long. Um, or, like, like, not reading the signals, like, social conventions. And, yeah. of course, I have my friends who are always, like, you know, you can actually sleep with someone and not... Me in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You are aware that this is a this possibility. This is a possibility. But yeah. that's not like even when you had me say in the beginning, my mind has always been trained on get the relationship right. That's yes. one. Yeah. Like get the right person with mm-hmm. you, then you can build together. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I that's the model I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the model I tried to recreate is get make sure you have the right person first. Mm-hmm. Um, then work on building that professional space and the investments and watch together. It's really not what everybody thinks about in one way or another. It's just the way they But we don't it. execute it that way because it then becomes get the least. Yeah. And the least doesn't necessarily mean it matches what you guys will be able to build. Because the least could be, yeah, financially stable. But it could be that you guys just started out and you guys are good together. And then you'll build into financial freedom and things that you're looking at. So, yeah, anyway. So to now discuss on the foolery that happens. How did you guys be able to know that this was 
different and this wasn't because a lot of these things happens in in the office so for me i've experienced it new babe into the company definitely every other single guy will try and get their shot and that shot can be shot at any point instance whether it's even via an email to really praise you with the whole company in copy or where are you working? What, is, what are people doing? No, I want to work with you. <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually taking away from some some of my friends' experiences. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And then there's it's an also there's also that part of we've talked about this where somebody just wants to find me at the coffee area and talk to me because of clout, because I'm that new babe and they want to see as if they said a joke and I laughed in the whole company. So they're not just asking me, how are you? And really caring Yay. about it. So the foolery that then happens, or even just during parties, whereby you find people in the corporate space and the organization will party together. It's always known who has a thing with who. And even if they haven't gotten physical together, mm. but it's always known who you're new and I So how did you guys distinguish that? From the foolery to it being true, true that this is something long term. I think I can, um, can I? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can fit. So that the, that's part of the that story I was telling is. So it started off with foolery. Mm-hmm. Like I had also just come out of a long. Well, it wasn't long. I'd come out of a, um, a one year relationship that mm-hmm. was pretty intense. <laughs> And the I like the way you're adding intense. Uh-huh. Well, it was. Uh-huh. Um, I'd come out of a, a one-year relationship that was pretty intense. And the mm-hmm. reason it was intense is because it was a replacement for an eight-year relationship. You know, you jump from Ooh. you jump from one thing. <laughs> I've even felt the stress. <laughs> 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 they, <laughs> uh, they, they can, they know. <laughs> wow. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, it's uh, I'd come out of something that ended horrifically um, and basically jumped immediately into it. Can I ask you a question? How do we then do eight years? And then, we... yeah, like, in the eight-year period, at some point you didn't feel, mm, we should get out. Oh, okay, so I should explain. Eight years doesn't mean we were in a relationship. So mm. eight years, it means... Okay. Um, but those situations. I was pining for eight years. Um, <laughs> in between some some romantic things. Yeah, and it in and out, you know, mm. like in and out. Nimepotea for a couple of months, nimerudi. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty much. But you I know, like that you have and you're keeping it real because a lot of people make it to the final chapter and never discuss the there's a guy for 10 years you guys just did some in out yeah. and it doesn't have to be sexual but you guys just have the it happens yeah mm, connection entanglement <laughs> yeah absolutely it mm. happens and it it mostly happens to like a lot of that is also self-loathing like not admitting to yourself like okay you can't let someone treat you this way for this long and you also can't treat someone else this way yeah because it's not saying within the eight years i was the perfect angel and she was like a demon and yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. like no like there's a lot of things i did that were very questionable but that's part of that bonding of um mixing of very uh, toxic things coming back to why this relationship started with like the relationship with linda who's now my wife started with mm-hmm. foolery mm-hmm. because it was like we were both coming out of long stints yeah um, and where she was is a place where she like was just 
it's like detox. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting out of something and you're going through what you need to go through. And I had never done that before. Yeah. Um, and it's not triggered by her. It was where she found me. It's mm-hmm. in a place where I was now. Like the same way you're saying guys have a list. I had a list. Mm-hmm. Like a county level. <laughs> like I remember I told her this. Like uh-huh. a county tribe nationality like i had a list wow because i'd never been that type of person before so i was like now i need to try this thing that people have been saying that it works they wrote it down they you know prayed about it all these things whatever and like that was where she found me and that's why even by the time we were having conversations i wasn't now trying to be um i wasn't trying too hard i was just now talking to someone and not thinking about anything so by the time we were even like getting together it was still from that same space of i'm not thinking about it mm-hmm. uh but also i'm still the same type of person who's thinking like if i'm going to be with someone more than a certain amount of times like there's a point where my default settings switch to normal mm-hmm. and i was just like um and i think that's where it transitioned slowly into now being more of a relationship is when certain life experiences started um, mixing. Uh, you got birthdays, funerals, uh, things, and you start doing more and more things mm-hmm. together. And I think um, there was a point where by the time I was getting to like job number three, um, there's a point where I was traveling and mm-hmm. like it was like an event and she was like, um, I don't even remember how the conversation came up, but it was mm-hmm. more of those like, so what's, what's yeah what's, let's what's this? and i was like mental story is so bad like, well <laughs> okay. she will clarify you tell tell us tell she tell will. your side of the I'm story just like, <laughs> this is the most unromantic thing. She, okay she will clarify i won't say what happened i'll leave that for you yes uh, yes but yes. Was, trying to respect me yeah i know like honor i yeah. know which we've established i don't got <laughs> it's fine oh, they, they is, though. but maybe, the, there's one thing i want to say <laughs> <laughs> No, but you yeah. know, you know, you're the one who's going home with her and everything around it. <laughs> anyway, so I'd want to say that I felt it just by you guys talking about it that you guys gave each other a freedom that people never give their partner to just while we're here and I'm lost, can I be lost and still have you to see me get lost and then figure it out? Because I feel like. If there's one thing that perhaps lacks is I'm not allowed to just come back and be like, guys, okay, I really thought this is the person I wanted and the list. I'm now readjusting and knowing I've given you the chance as a nice guy. But then at the same time, I also have this baggage of I thought, you know, big car, big house, you know, whatever can spend any money on me is what I'm struggling to detach. Mm. yeah and i feel that is such a powerful thing that then allowed you to it's transition mm, you have to exactly it's a thing that allows you transition and i think when we're talking about in an office romance setting um it, it can work and i think that's i mean we've seen even most recently um the security uh cs saying like you're these these two types of individuals in the same organization mm-hmm. cannot yeah be married or cannot be together it's sort of rules that exist in organizations maybe they're not on paper in some organizations yeah. they're written down in the hr yes room. um it's so that there's no interferences with official work processes yes um but it can work if there's those 
if there's that consciousness to allow each other to transition from where you are to understand like i said like for us it was over time mm-hmm. um by the time even by the time i left the organization we were still talking in my new job yeah um and i was still like giving other lowdown of who's who, who's being shady who's shagging exactly who yeah no this is how you actually do something mm. who's shagging who in the boardroom and telling me for some reason because like i deserve to know this information but the point is wow <laughs> the point is these are things we are sharing like things that are happening i'm also checking on like, because I had worked where work, I was work. for three years. Mm-hmm. Like, I was also checking on guys, like, how so-and-so, how yeah. like, And those are still, like, my BFFs. Mm. So, like, those things, the walls were merging. That's um, so good. And then it takes time. Over time, you transition. But take into account that I had to leave. Yes. Um, I don't know what the relationship would have looked like if we both stayed in the same place. Yeah. Um, I, I essentially, by default, was leaving. Yeah. And that's why, like, it was allowed to transition in that Yeah. Way. So I'm going I'm going to ask Linda one to tell her part of the story and how she sees it. But then I need you to give an answer because my friends now yesterday we did have a discussion of there's an element as to how ladies just between let's just say 20 to 35, right? And they felt as if this women then come up with such the 20 to 25 will be so unrealistic, you know? I want the guy with the money and the what and the what and the what. And for me, I want to have achieved X, Y, Z so that I can then become a mother. And then you come and uh, do life between 25 and 30 and realize mm, some things I might have to do while I'm being a mother. Some things I might have to take a step back and do something different. But their struggle as guys was how do I then even just find somebody to settle with? Because they're really so fixated over the fact of this unrealistic life. And for me, my answer to them was, we were so conditioned on the fairy tale story that if you then now tell me as a woman, I've gotten somebody, they're not as financially stable or emotionally or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I have to step in exactly you're just describing i have to (laughs) step in and you know sort of provide the finances or do something i'm not able to unpack the unrealistic thing that was formed in my mind to then now be that so for you what was what what what's your take on that aspect of things that what do you think our generation in that gap is lacking facing or that's the challenge to even just advise the guys who are now dealing with these babes in this time and then now to get into your story as to how now you sort of made it work with Andrew. That's a hard question. Tell us. Mm. <laughs> no, because like I'm not an expert. Yeah, but I'm saying, because for me, I, I gave them my perspective and they're like, it does make yeah. sense. Because I was, I was taught to wait for night in shining armor. I'll start to just wear yeah. the dress and mm. wait for night in mm. charming armor. You have to realize yeah. it's going to take a lot for me to unpack all that. And then realize, auna pesa ya groceries nita noa, auna pesa ya rent nita to. It's a whole si kazi raisi, si kazi raisi. Well, I don't even know where to start. Start with mm-hmm. the story. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, start with me, the story. Well, actually, maybe the story is relevant. Mm-hmm. So, first, I don't think I've ever had a list mm-hmm. like of an ideal guy or things i wanted i don't i've never actually had one Mm 
Um, I have a list of people I've been with. <laughs> no. Or rather, when we were in campus, we used to have <laughs> to keep your in our wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, therapy says, show your But book. I didn't have an ideal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This guy that I dated, like, before I met Andrew, mm-hmm. I remember, like, even towards the end of the relationship, it was, I kept feeling like we'd been together for so long. Mm-hmm. It just made sense that we would get married. Yeah. But then it just didn't seem that that was going to happen. Yeah. And then even for me later, obviously, like, as I thought about it, I was like, I, I don't even think even I actually wanted to get <laughs> to get married. Yeah. It just felt like those. if we've been together for so long, why are we not, like, moving in any direction? Yeah. Um. And so by the time I met Andrew, I think I had even, like, started to unpack what those things are for me i'm like do mm. i really want to get married yeah do i actually want kids exactly like, am i just doing like was i doing that or demanding those things in that relationship yeah. because i felt so, so, yeah yeah time yeah, when you're like, that yeah. age and if you progress and gotten to five-year relation exactly. marriage is the next thing exactly mm. um plus for me I was, I was using it like as a measure of how serious this guy was about me mm. so i was like I feel like you're wasting my time. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know all that then, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, for other reasons, the relationship didn't work. And yeah. then, yeah. So yeah. by the time I met Andrew, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe this is what I would say mm-hmm. to young girls, mm-hmm. um, is first, we were really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as, yeah, there was foolery, there was some benefits, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we were friends. Like, yeah. we genuinely, foolery. yeah. <laughs> foolery. Take it away. Yeah. There was a little foolery. foolery. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I'm no longer calling it benefits, I'm just going to distribute the <laughs> foolery. foolery, there's some foolery going on. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Actually, the Take whole it. basis of our, rela- like, the relationship we had at that time was just like, let's hang out. Like, yeah. we don't have to have any pressure around anything. Yeah. You've come out of something. I've come out of something. Yeah. So that is actually how we ended up spending time together. So we really became like very good friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then even also the thing he's talking about is we had, we it was October 5th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do want to say October 5th? I don't know about it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with Octoberfest. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. So we got for Octoberfest, <laughs> and he was leaving for like two weeks for work. I think the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I know. You know, I know this story. I've told you the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then at Octoberfest, after three kefir box from wow, the Bruce stand that's just is it 500 I, ml or like yeah, the big mm, one woo, woo. i was like look here those okay. things yeah i need to air some things because i was thinking something that he's going bothering. away for two weeks yeah we've been this has been so fun this yeah. fooling around yeah. and then i think maybe i have accidentally fallen feelings for this yeah yeah um it's because i couldn't i was broke i couldn't catch flights so i caught feelings <laughs> and then <laughs> Um, so I was just like, okay, so like, what are we doing? Mm. Is this, are we exclusive? Mm. Like, are we seeing other people? Because naturally we had, we had also stopped seeing other people. I yeah, just we, by default. I don't think we told you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't exactly want to ask the other person because you're just like, so. Yeah, it's like, I'm cool. I, yeah. I don't yeah. care. What yeah. Yeah, but, but any babe that pops around, you're just like, let me see how he's gonna act, so mm. that I don't dispose of Nani too far. Mm. Okay, but no, that I don't think we were playing chicken. It was just mm. like 
We just weren't discussing it. But like, and the thing was good, right? That's like, so why rock the boat? Like, yeah. It was fine. Yeah. But for me, now him leaving in, like, for a really long time to another country. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I Two should Two weeks say. is a really long time. And I had also realized for myself, like, you know, I actually think I like this guy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, then I just asked him up front and he was like, oh, I thought we were dating. I was like, okay, cool, then. Oh, nice. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you subconsciously also asked at a timing where he could go away, think about it, give you an answer, and then if it's not tr- true to what you feel, then mm. it's an easier way to break off. No, I no. Because I would. What? Okay, yeah. I don't think though. I think yeah, I. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I'm, I'm hearing it, and I'm where he is right now. Like. Yeah, because <laughs> because then when when people are too afraid to show up, yeah, then you actually devise in a place whereby. Let it be at a point where if then the person is away, I can then. Detangle myself. Exactly. That was one hundred percent me in uni. Like yeah, okay. I was definitely leaving, not thinking that. Oh, that's really no. Good. It's cool. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like when I had it. I yeah, like, it's just like not that just... it was what you're doing. Just as a like, oh, people do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I wasn't doing that. I've always been very upfront. Like yeah, I, yeah, If yeah. I like you, you'll know I like yes. you. Yes. Like ask anyone I've ever liked. Mm-hmm. They are aware mm-hmm. when they went anywhere or not. Like. I'm very upfront. So at that point, yeah. And then he came back and, Mm -hmm. you know, we started dating. So the thing I would say was I, I was never unsure about how he felt about me. Mm -hmm. Like he was very, he said what he meant. He meant what he said. He did what he said he was going to do. Um, like, for the first time, it just felt like someone wasn't stringing me along. Mm. Like he was as serious about me um, as I was about him. And it was nice to feel like, okay, when we're in this thing together. Yeah. So like with the friendship and then knowing that someone has fully committed to you. Yes. Because I think you can imagine like in an office space, if you're mm-hmm. hooking up with someone and they're constantly putting you in a state of mind where you have no idea how they feel about you what that would do to you professionally yeah. like you wouldn't be able to work yeah 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 um and, and not that just they like, then leave you and go full with another woman and things like that exactly right it becomes something very intense um, so it was just yeah like <laughs> he said what he said mm-hmm. he made his intentions clear um we didn't actually even date for that long before we got yeah because yeah so that's what i want to get into in terms of you now guys dating and then getting married and then to then speak on because i don't know if you had the same night in sharma shining armor and then you actually have to deal with the realisticness because we then discussed with my friends the guy could only have 200 or 500k of savings yeah but truly wants to marry you and truly loves you but because what society has made you think you're not able to actually free yourself and be with that person who truly loves you mm-hmm. you're going for the list the book the fairy tale the movie that you saw or because society has also just not opened up and told us because up until maybe when i'm now this old is how much i'm coming to discover how much dowry is or how much people spent in their weddings mm-hmm. And versus who exactly helped to spend 
that budget wedding because it's been made to seem as if man has to carry that burden. And if a man is not carrying it to a two million wedding, it's not good enough. Because that's where yeah. that's the society we're living in. I don't know. And the thing, I, the thing I find out, like really exhausting about these conversations mm-hmm. is because the it feels to me like the one thing, the one piece of detail that no one is just saying up front. Mm-hmm. Women are saying, "Oh, I want a man who will provide for me. Mm-hmm. I want to feel secure. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for a lot. I just want someone to love me." Yeah. But then, when you really get down to it, mm-hmm. that those are the things they're asking for. I want a two million. Exactly. I want exactly. to live in, and, and that's fine. No one is saying you can't want those things. But if you don't say it up front yeah that those are the things you want i'm not you know it's like <laughs> then the dude has this responsibility yeah. that he was not even aware he was signing up yeah for. and and i feel like if you've also not unpacked to know why do they why do i want the two million dollar uh, the two million exactly is it because that, really? yeah, yeah yeah is it because of we just need to sweat because for me i've had to now tell myself honestly am i the key thing is I want to settle down, right? It's not that I want a big thing. and The key thing is I want a, my life partner. So if I'm able to get him, why am I making such a big deal about everything else? Well, because you don't live in a vacuum, unfortunately. True. Like, <laughs> but then why am I not being realistic in what yeah. it is? Because then I would, if I'm not being honest, I would end up giving him the pressure of, looking for that one million, getting into debt, doing whatever. And yet, with the savings that he has and the, the amount that he has, we actually can be able to have a marriage mm. and do life. Because he, yeah, because the past I mean, exists. like when we met, we were so broke. <laughs> like both of us had no money. Yeah, and actually that's the reason I want to speak on the fact yeah. of how you guys did your wedding and you guys found each other and it's doing life. But so many people would think the wedding or the lavish is what matters. Mm. Hmm. Well, can I tell you something first before you say? Mm-hmm. I think for me, what was different with Andrew is so my the guy that I dated before I met Andrew, mm-hmm. he's a great guy, by the way. He's wonderful. Let me just... <laughs> A nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, I, this, I am not disparaging him. Yeah. But I think he was, like, I don't know, slightly, well, he was older than me, right? Like, so I was mm-hmm. still in campus. He mm-hmm. had been working for some time. Mm-hmm. So I felt even at the point that I met him, he was very established. Mm-hmm. Um, which was nice for me, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, really, yeah. I didn't because, worry ooh, about ooh, a lot of ooh, things. Yeah. Um, but then that also meant he was in a very specific place in his life where he had decided mm-hmm. what things he was going to do. Exactly. He and knew, has a commanding power. He knew the house that he wanted mm-hmm. to buy and live in. He, I think, had identified it. Maybe had it's not even about you. It. It's his already like, known. It's, yeah. So mm-hmm. I felt like I was just being like put into the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which later is what I realized like was my uh, terrifying moment in yeah. deciding to like leave. So when I met Andrew, the nice thing was we were literally at the same point. Which is fantastic. Um, And for me, it was never really a big deal that, I don't know, I guess the things that people value, like Mm. being taken out or, and we did so many things, like 
Maybe we didn't do them at Kempinski, but we had a hell Some of a fun time. Yeah, we together. had a really good time like doing these things together. Yeah. Um and then now it's really nice to be able to look back and see that we built this thing together. Yeah. Right? Like I don't feel like I owe him anything or he owes me anything because yeah. this is something that we've actually built together. Mm. So yeah. That's really good. So do you want to comment on it? No, um, I think she's covered it quite about, well. I'm about to do that thing, but I think she said everything. Yeah. Let me take the next 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> to expound, to expound on, on it. it. No, it's just one thing mm-hmm. I usually, um, oh, wow. and I think about it as she was speaking it. Mm-hmm. So, and this is going to sound cheesy, but she essentially, I don't know if it's made me a better person or mm-hmm. opened up my world a bit more. Mm-hmm. So I grew up, um, and we've had this conversation, I grew up very conservative. Mm-hmm. Um not just in behavior, but also financially. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things, yes, there were things, there were cars, there were whatnot, but those things came at a cost, and that yeah. cost was that the pocket that my father had was not stretched enough that it could take care of all these nice things mm-hmm. and also give you money to go for whatever trip exactly. or whatever shoes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you learn to be very conservative mm-hmm. um, and only do the things you can do. Yeah. Um, so by the time I was meeting Linda, like I was pretty set in small boxes. Mm-hmm. The maximum I would go to is, and if, if it wasn't paid for work, by work, mm-hmm. the maximum I would go to is Java. Mm. And today it's still my favorite restaurant. And she knows this. Yeah. Like the maximum, because <laughs> that's the place I always feel welcome. Uh, um, like I feel like, everyone we fit in everyone like can I don't go to have Java. To, uh, like i like places like that because that's how i grew up like i like going to places where everyone can go and she kind of introduced me to places beyond java that are like that mm-hmm. that everyone can go to this place and sometimes also pushed me to try buying new things buy this jacket or that watch it doesn't matter if you like it or not like mm-hmm. if it makes you look nice you yeah, like it just, just tastes like mm-hmm. you if you have the money it's not it's not because I, I consider myself to be a bit of a hoarder when it comes to like chooms. <laughs> I'm um, a hoarder. So when it comes to chooms, like I try as much as possible to put everything. I'm one of those uh, people who, mm-hmm. if I back you with a K on the 5th of mm-hmm. May, mm-hmm. that was an unintentional rhyme. But if I back you with a K on the 5th of May. <laughs> wow. But everything has been paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, budget has been everything in the budget has been taken care exactly. of. Exactly, it's need, all right. I don't need new shoes. I don't. Need yeah, new yeah, yeah. I can sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very happy mm. and not like. But of course, I also do still. I'm still human, so I also do still see like somebody will check in with a car or with a, yeah. like, and be like yeah, that's that's kind of nice. Yeah. Somebody would like be on holiday or whatnot. Yeah. But I'm very quick to tell myself like Zima yo, your button. Yeah. So she, to a large extent, opens up that space for me because she mm-hmm. has had more. Um, she's more um, like, what's the word? Culturally exposed. I'm bad and bougie. <laughs> like, no thing. Yeah, she knows. She's had more of like life. a life. Yeah. Um, and again, it also comes from where she was coming from. She's yes. had more of a life than yeah. I have. Um, so like... She would tell me, like, oh, let's go to this restaurant. And me, I'd be like, okay. But I'd be like, yeah. and the reason I'm like, is because yeah. I know the 30K I'm being paid mm. has to be divided here, has to go mm. to Famo, has to mm. go here, has to go here. So I'm back in my year. Mm. And it's the same in uni also. You know, you have your 1K. And like, mm. 
like you're making it work <laughs> you're making it work yeah 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 and yeah, guys yeah. over there talking about like let's go for this no, thing you're like guys mm-mm. that chick you like is being dropped off ah, in yeah, a yeah, yeah. no it's giving you there, pressure like, and she's still being friendly with you for and some reason. And she wants you to buy the drink, eh? Now, yeah, she, yeah, now yeah. you go out for you go out to that cake joint or whatnot. Yeah. That's your place. Because that cake can stretch. But now guys are like, <laughs> let's go to this place in Tao. Going to Tao <laughs> is already a sock. <laughs> a sock Rudy. <laughs> and if you're rooting with her, that mm-hmm, is five mm-hmm, sock mm-hmm, for the car. Mm-hmm. That means that five sock has wow. to be somehow dynamic yeah. inside that club. Wow. Um, <laughs> And I, like, I was lucky, I always had people, um, and this is how I also navigate around people in general. I always had people fill in the gaps, like mm-hmm. a friend would be mm-hmm. like, like, you know, just the Billy Kikuja, you just slide it this way, like, I got you. Oh, like, nice. I always had people, like friends, relatives, I have mm-hmm. an uncle who's like the best guy. Linda, like, people, people were doing things like, to make this dream date of yours yeah, happen. I- me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not disparaging. It's literally saying that yeah, what she no, did just, was take this small box yeah. and kind of make it wider. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten to a place where I know my limits mm-hmm. and I know the things that are important for me and I kind of push on those, but I also allow a lot of space to be introduced to new things. Otherwise, I never... Yeah. Grow or explore. Turn the campaigns. Yeah, I'm Mm-mm. in that mode for not even because of the finances. I've mm-hmm. just decided it's not. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. Or oh, let's go to the. It's not for me. Um. Now that we talk about like just the going out and everything, I'd really want to just discuss. And we talked about it just before we started. In terms of, there's always that office. I think we start with sales strategy or like I don't know what they're called. Like we are planning for the year. And before COVID we'd all be somewhere in Naivasha and we're mm. figuring out how we are getting money as a company. Now as soon as that happens everybody is happy because they know open bar. Yes, there's discussions during the day. It's just politics. People are talking to be seen as if they are making changes in this company. But the full intention is we've brought the whole company out. And because there's a babe X and there's a babe Y that I want to cooler, then end game success of this company strategy is based on it. Or at least that component has to be. What's been your experience in terms of, especially because you guys were in the inter- entertainment side and then now, as a married couple and you're in those office parties. And uh, for me as a single person, I'll tell you, mm, one, getting to that level of deep drinking with my colleagues is something I never did or practiced. Mm. And even if I did, then they'd be the ones heavily drunk, but I still have my shit together. And it's just because I feel the need for the separation and for me, the people who you've ended up like meeting, like um, so Martin, who was here and things like that, are then people I formed a friendship that we could then di- like divide it when they're in the office and when we're in the office, then nobody actually can tell their friends. But truly, we really care deeply about each other as a circle. So for you guys, what's that advice of these young girls drinking themselves dead because... The office bought the drinks, showing up in all this full makeup, whatever, whatever, knowing very well. Um, 
that person you're calling your work husband is fully married. <laughs> not that you I found like, you like found many romance yeah, yes it's just now to open that space of drinking plus the corporate environment what's your take on it drink drink like okay so <laughs> i i don't think i can speak for everyone yes i've worked almost exclusively in startups but even when i did work in corporates i have seen um yeah like mm-hmm. people still drink as much as they would yeah or, or even worse yeah, yeah. like so even I think more not worse, worse in, yeah. at startups because the office environment is generally just so relaxed yeah. and easy and, and you guys actually end up drinking on a friday exactly like so there's no yeah which you is, have your meetings exactly. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly from friday at 3 p.m yeah you guys yeah crack open and you have a meeting about next week yeah you have happy hour you have like these social things that people are encouraged to participate in whether you're drinking or not right most of the time the and office is in a building with a bar yeah yeah exactly yeah. send the drinks out. yeah like so many you times guys go down. i've i've made like um like i've drank on several occasions with people that i work with i've seen people do their most yeah when i have drank with them mm. um but monday morning you just show up to work and you work yeah but think like, of it this way you're young you've started out because guys who perhaps will listen are guys that's precisely the time to do it <laughs> but they can't handle their liquor and they end up being embarrassing or embarrassed or embarrassed yeah. exactly I mean, because there has to be for me i feel there has to be a scale in which we're doing it and then especially the guys who are in the organization and having the young people come in because i can tell you there are people i know that want heavy drinkers when we're in uni but they have become the heaviest drinkers because of the work environment and we're not addressing it i mean work culture is obviously like a big part of it right Mm. um it just depends if you're in a place where that's but even if it's just work culture you're still a person yeah like you're still you yeah i don't think i think for me the reason for you not to drink or not to do anything Mm -hmm. that you feel would embarrass you in a professional environment Mm -hmm. is don't do it because you know it will embarrass you yeah it shouldn't be about like um the moral issues around it or like the societal norms around it because if you want to show up to a christmas party glammed up you should be able to show up to a christmas party glammed up right like and if you want to get toasted, it's the end of the year. You should get want toasted. to get toasted, right? Yeah. But then I guess the it's up it's for you to decide. Yeah. Like you know the people that you work with, you know how they're going to look at you. Yeah. In January, who will even remember? You know the other thing I realized is also that people don't care as much as Yeah, as you think they do. they do. Yeah. And you're actually making it. It'll be a hot that. topic for Maybe in the WhatsApp group for two days. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Stacy got so drunk. Yeah. Did you see? Like, it takes 48 hours. Yeah, it really takes 48 hours. I mean, makes sense. So allow people to just be I think people. it's everything in its time, right? Yeah. And everything in its place. Like, don't be, don't show up to work drunk on the daily. But yeah. if it's an actual, legit event where Party people are being asked to take their hair down, <laughs> why would you not relax? Like, yeah. it's okay. But I know that there are people um, who really want to have very clear lines. Yeah. Like the people that they work with. Some of my 
um, friends to this day are people that I work with and no longer work with anymore. Exactly. And the way we became friends is because we used to go out for drinks after work and bitch about the boss. Yeah. That's such a valuable <laughs> team bonding experience <laughs> that really, like, I feel like you need it. Right? Yeah. Um, I've also had drinks with, like, people who've been in my superiors or my managers and then you know you're like yeah so maybe we won't do yeager shots today yeah we may just have to be right can't handle the hangover so yeah the but, moderation mm, is on you right yeah. like it doesn't have to but i don't think it's it should be that you struggle so much to separate who you are like in these spaces because everyone else is just being themselves is just be well you yeah. hope yeah you hope that you being hope. themselves yeah but, yeah, but then there are always those guys who just, you know, they're yeah. being themselves. They don't really care. But there's also people who just don't like social interaction at yeah. work. Like, it's just not their thing. But yeah. if you work with as many white people as I have, you know, like, they're all about it. As in, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about our feelings yeah, yeah, and yeah. our weekend and plans. My God, you know, I realized you told me about this passion. I really just want you to tell me where yeah. are you in life with it? And, <laughs> They You're really just take like, an interest in the people yeah. they work with, right? Yeah. In your life outside. And I think that's what I really like about some of the places I've worked in. It's not... Your life doesn't start happening when you clock out at 5 p.m. Mm. Your life is always happening. I know. So you shouldn't have that's to separate such... those those things. Yeah. That's you such... can be professional. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some things I feel like that are obvious. Like, don't get wasted at the Christmas party and twerk on the table. Like, yeah. I feel like... <laughs> Let's have that. Well, I might say yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's obvious, and then it's not. <laughs> and then it's not because we've all been in those scenarios where, like, hey, we are talking and I'm dosi But like, with the right mix of mu- like we see these things at Christmas parties, the right mix of alcohol, music, yeah. and just people mm-hmm. enjoying themselves, you're going to grind on the wrong person. At some yeah, point. yeah, and like, like we talk, we talked about because <laughs> you guys have worked together. There's so much pressure. There's so much things you got to achieve, and then there's this day where you just let loose. Mm-hmm. Um, plus remember these comes. are people you're spending how many hours a week yeah with? like i mean not so much 40. now right like i don't know mm-hmm. about this covid time but yeah before, 40 hours a week yeah but yeah week. but you can feel it even with covid that as soon as maybe a company thing is being paranoid like yeah let's do it yeah and it's because you've just been dealing with these people online and you finally just want to be able to see them I will say this though, mm-hmm. maybe never call anyone your work husband or your work wife. I know. I find that really weird and mm. super disrespectful. Mm. Like, nah, too much. You can be boys, you can be guys who help each other out in the office. Yeah. Maybe you pick up coffee for me. But, but let's have that let situation. Us, let us reserve those titles for the people they belong to. Yeah. It does come down to how much time are you spending with people a day? Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have some kind of relationship with the people you work with. Mm-hmm. Even if you're an accountant, even if you're, and I used to work at a coding company, even mm-hmm. if you're a coder mm-hmm. and your job is to put on headphones and mm-hmm. look at a screen, you still need to have some kind of a relationship with yeah. these guys. There's yeah. no avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times, what, um, so I struggle with understanding people in general, mm-hmm. not even, um, in, in our context. So I've spent a lot of my life observing, mm-hmm. um, which is ironic because I end up as a photographer. I've photographed enough Christmas parties to tell you, like, whatever you think mm-hmm. is Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> is not Wolf of Wall Street. You're kidding. There's a level above. I've photographed, 
I, there was a time you, I, you don't see things. Hey, there's a time I took pictures and I saw like the twerking and the puking and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I thought like, this is excess. Yeah. Um, um, and over time you develop the ability to know when to turn off the camera. Yeah. Like, but the first two or three times someone had to come and tell me like, you know, now it's, it's yeah. fun times. Mm. Now it's fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the first couple, like I've seen the twerking and the drinking and the puking and mm-hmm. I was like, that's excess. Mm-hmm. Then the next time I photographed like a bank, um, like this, them, they went like out of town, mm-hmm. uh, booked an entire hotel. Like mm-hmm. the quarter was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, we're so celebrating. Much and mm-hmm. like, and I thought like, oh, I've, I've seen like twerking and puking mm-hmm. and making out like how bad could it be? And I saw things and I was like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> And at the same time, they have proximity to rooms that are fully paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, like in the first one, it's like just we are meeting here, we drink mm-hmm. here, and maybe we go home. Mm-hmm. But now it's like we have not only the drinks paid for by the organization, but the rooms as well with a magnificent view of Wait. Mount Kenya. Wow. Boss. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like I've How often does sessions. this happen? I know. And, <laughs> Yeah. And you know, there's that, and then like, coast. and you think, mm-hmm. yeah, you think like that's it. Then you take pictures of um, an airline having mm-hmm. a Christmas party, Wee, and you realize is... one in two <laughs> were nothing <laughs> compared to pilots, As you said, Wolf air Passage, hostesses. We go, we... Like, we keep going up. Mm-hmm. So, the first one was sort of like just like a team. Um, I think it was a startup or something. Then the second one was like a bank. Mm. The third one was now like airline industry. So you see there's finance in there. There's, yeah, 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 yeah. there's um, leisure. Because mm. the, um, the airline one, I remember because the hotel manager is the one who booked me as mm-hmm. a photographer. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to give them a value add. Mm. Um, so he had given them so many value adds. Because that airline, every time they fly in... Mm-hmm they bring all their business there. So mm. he was basically doing it for them nice. as well. Too. So he gave them so much. He gave them the bar. He gave them the booze. He gave them what? Like it was a customer appreciation hey. thing. These guys Must have been went. Nice. Um, and I was like, you know that point where you're, you're taking pictures and you're like, yeah, that's, that's enough. Mm. Like even for you. Even for you. <laughs> Like, I think that was the first one where I legit was like, it's time for me to go home. Uh-huh. Um, and it touches on something as well <laughs> that Linda said about you have to know yourself. Yeah. Not, I'm talking about it as an outsider, as a photographer taking pictures of yes. people. But I've also been at Christmas parties because mm. I've worked across industries. I've worked in, I've been at several Christmas parties. Yeah. You have to know yourself mm. uh, to be aware of where you are. Yeah. Um, on so many levels, psychologically. Because mm. all the times when people are talking, um, <laughs> shitting in a bush, because yes. Like, wow. a lot of the times when people are doing this. Wow. And that party was wild. Yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I thought I've seen wild. Things, things get crazy. Not. And by the time you're seeing it a second time, guys are like, oh my God, you're so understanding. I'm like, no, I'm I've seen that. this before. No, 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 no. <laughs> now they even have the IE yeah. to come and tell you that. No, like somebody Doesn't else comes here. They're like, somebody oh. else is like, why aren't you reacting? Like, oh my God, you're so understanding. No, I've just seen it. I've seen, seen, I've seen, seen it now. Um, you have to know where you're at psychologically yeah. in terms of like what we were talking about like what kind of person are you the person who wants the picket fence are you the person who wants mm. uh, good times and vibes and foolery are you the person who wants like before you because you've been spending 40 hours a week mm. with someone for 
a quarter of the year. Mm. Like that's a lot. You form a bond, you form a yeah. relationship. Yeah. A lot of the times these drink ups are ways to size each other. Yes. Like it's like when a drug dealer says, mm. like everybody take one mm. so that we know you're not exactly you know, none of us you're not a cop, cop, you're not a snitch, nothing. It's the same way, like when you go for drinks, you know, um you offload on your coworker night. once, mm. like Stacy on a kaji. And you know they'll be like but trying to know you're damn, and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, just, that, you're sizing each we can, other. Yeah, we can have but then if they're like, oh no, she, no she's, she's a really cool. good person, and I yeah. think she's really perfect. You're like, yeah, I'm this, never drinking with you this person can't roll with us or can't roll. Like, sometimes those organizations, on an organization level, um, whether they do it by in paper, on paper or not, they're mm. sizing up. Who's going to have the organizations back exactly. when eventually the auditors have issues? The like, yeah. who are the guys who are down mm-hmm. for the company mm-hmm. versus who are the guys who are? And sometimes the foolery is a way to know. It kind of bonds everyone Correct. into knowing like there's a certain code of silence we have for each other. For like when we see each other on Monday, whatever happened on yeah yeah on Saturday, mm. that's that's none of anyone's business. I so know. I can say like it term, it comes down to how well do you know yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay to yeah. say like I'm not drinking. I have been in situations where I don't. There was a point where I didn't used to drink like at all. Yeah. But I could still go to a situation where like everything's available, people are doing what and yeah. whatnot, and I can be like, I'll still take part yeah. in all the shenanigans, mm-hmm. but I don't need alcohol exactly to do that. Like you just have to know like, mm. is this for me? Is this not for me? Yeah. Know when it's time for you to dip. I've seen managers at parties be like. I've bought you guys drinks. We've had vibes. Let it's me now o'clock. allow you guys to I'll go to the bar. I'll leap up for the next mm. five rounds. And then me up. Mm. Yeah. Like, because they know whatever's coming next year. Yeah, it's eh, for them exactly. To, yeah. It's for them to bond with each other. Like, mm. it's just knowing yourself and where you're at. Yeah. And then at the same time, what you said is very true. Like, mm-hmm. being... You, you have to have some level of one professionalism mm. um, to know that you still have to see these people on Monday. These are not your boys. This yeah. is not your ex who hurt you. Yeah. This is not like the and it's both men and women, by the way. It's yes. not like just chicks. Like this is these are not people that you have that type of relationship with. Oh, you want that kind of relationship yes. with. Like have that moment where you're like, Yeah, this is my limit, my point. Correct. I'm out. But at the same time, something Linda said, mm-hmm. um, 40 hours a week means you're gonna spend time with it's people in yeah. in different they whether you are into the same or different, like these are very attractive people around. You. Yeah. Um, they have their money right. Because mm. if you're working in a certain organization, then you know. You're you're playing against each other. So mm. that means like financially, mm. the way guys are dressing, bringing their A game, nini. Like you see them in a certain light and yeah. you're spending so much time with them. Yeah. But then you start having conversations with people. And before long it's like, yeah, you know, I'm always hanging out with so and so. Yeah. Like I'm always and that joke comes about like, yeah, this is my work husband, mm. this is my work wife. Yeah. Like, and to an extent, they become somewhat of your safe space. Exactly. For these, your eight hours at home. Mm. And then on the eight hours on this side, mm. you have a safe space here, but yeah. you also have a safe space here for Correct. work, which becomes your safe space for yeah. home. Mm. And that's where that, that bloodline comes. What Linda said is very true in terms of you have to be mature enough to be like, uh, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be friends with people, but for yourself. Yeah. Um, 
not that you need anyone in particular to know how professional you are for yourself Mm -hmm. just maintain that level of if you're with someone already um like know you are probably crossing some kind of a line exactly um and if that thing is as serious as marriage yeah just know that for yourself not even for them but yeah you might want to dial it back a bit yeah in terms of what you're opening yourself up to because those are the things at christmas parties guys are stupid and when i say guys i mean men <laughs> we are very stupid we uh-huh. think uh-huh. it's it's funny because we were joking about this uh we uh, earlier like uh-huh. we think we are the predators in the savannah we are stalking this chick <laughs> And we've been after her for a year and we've been eyeing the Christmas party. Kumbe. You have not been stalking anything. Mm. At that Christmas party, the person who will be buying you drinks is not that person. Mm. Or that person who will be like, <laughs> giving you tips at your ass. Oh You're going life. like this. She's, so over, she's over here on your shoulder like, you say this to her. She knows you're going to go over there, gonga the wall and come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The morning, because they have been... <laughs> the, the one who's been advising you is the one who's been over here, like, yeah. waiting. You are the prey. Nalidru, you are the one who's been over CEO, you are MD, you are the senior accountant, you are the everyone. And I draw the offers that are on that table right now. Yeah. She knows Akuna Padione and Akuna. Now, Utarudi to Utarudi to Hapa. So that's your real work wife because she knows Utarudi to Hapa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's, like, guys really need to think about it in terms of, like, don't think of yourself as, you know, the person who's doing the most. Mm-hmm. Know that there's other people around you who have an intention for you that you may not even be aware of. Truly. And those opportunities where things explode. Yeah. Is where you now need to have the most self-control and be like, roll yeah. it back, roll yeah. it back. I'm, I've yeah, gone yeah, to my yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I came. Central, I like, leave now list you guys like, also if you genuinely like end up liking someone in the office mm-hmm. just take it out of the office exactly. right like pursue what it could be outside of just the social events that happen at work yeah you know, like, actually take that person exactly on a date, on a right? date and then get to know each other yeah. build that yeah because so for me even just with friendships and that's why you're hitting on me every yeah day. even <laughs> with friendships and um you've met my circle of friends we formed the friendship outside the office mm-hmm. so even in the office space as much as office parties would happen Everybody would be, you know, with your department or whatever, whatever. And then afterwards, it's when we'd be like, okay, so after this, we're hanging out at at whose house? And nobody believes just the level of friendship we've been able to do. All right. As we close, um, for all the guests who've come, I've asked them to choose a song that they would want as intro, outro. What we can do for you, because um, in the way you introduce yourselves can be separate songs um, mm-hmm. or can be the same song. But it's just to, other than the fact of where we just put it, oh, so what book are you currently reading? <laughs> See, you also listen to music or do something else. So for me, I think the music part would be interesting. We've had guys who we didn't expect, but chose Michael Jackson and then... Um, of course, um, a good friend of mine was choosing house, and that's what we listened to. There's one, um, Nikosawa was the jam. Nikosawa was, remember, Kama Nikosawa? Maybe Nikosawa, but has a deeper thing to it. So what, what jam are you currently feeling that I will play, and then we'll just close it off? 
That's how yours, man. He's the one who selects the music. Oh, yeah, but even when us guys have had drinks, catch ups, and things like that. It's because I'm random. I don't think of any. So let's go random. Um, Let me see. Uh, So maybe. But thank you, guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We now need to figure out what we're eating. Guys, we are so hungry. Because I'm, by the way, I'm not even hungry. I'm just. Is that it? Is that the craving? Yeah. Yeah. We are at the end here. Leave. Um. Connect. Oh. Not that. That's a wonderful advert. Yeah, 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 yeah. But have you guys? I think white white is now getting people to celebrate. I think I locked it by accident. Sorry. All right. Ah. But why is the advert not even telling me where to skip? That's not an advert. That's you're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Because now all I saw was watch now. It it builds. Um, so it's it's called Journey of the Sorcerer by mm-hmm. the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the theme song uh, of for? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Guys, zero. All you guys have said, <laughs> understood nothing. We'll just listen to it. Too much. <laughs> but if you've had like Hotel California mm. by the Eagles, mm. it's the same band. Sounds interesting. Oh, can I? It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure out how to now nip it into 35 minutes. Alright, you don't have to listen to the whole song. Yeah, no, we'll listen, we'll listen. Because even with that, with Mark Simpson. Oh, you listen to the whole thing. Everybody will listen. We just listened. Whatever parts he can remove. And then if he stopped recording, then which is fine. But mm. yeah. Because you know it's just cleaner. Mm. PM has a song with better to play with us sitting here. Echo. Yeah. It's been better, eh? Ah, uh, thank God. Hey, I'm Yanni. 